0: This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today's Pet Sounds I call unintentional pollution. Sometimes, even when we think we're doing the right thing, it turns out to have a negative consequence unbeknownst to us at the time. In 1993, a new once a month flea and tick control product was added to our armamentarium against the constant battle of fleas and ticks. Up to then, sprays and dips were only our only weapons, but a pain to apply. Dipping a dog was messy and time-consuming, and forget dipping a cat. Spraying was better, but still hard to apply around the face and get under the belly. Chasing your cat around the house with a flea spray bottle was no fun and fruitless. Having your cat dive into your closet Bury itself in a pile of clothes, staring back at you with dilated pupils and growling. It gave you reason to pause, consider life and limb over fleas on your cat. And you had to repeat the dipper spray every few days to weeks. It was a chore at best, a nightmare at worst. But the new product was almost unbelievable. Apply a couple of milliliters of an oily liquid between the shoulders on the skin of parted fur and you're done. Your pet was protected for one month against fleas and ticks. I finally felt we could beat off the parasites because the product was so user-friendly, safe to humans and pets. And it worked. My clients loved it. There are some restrictions. Don't touch the application area on the neck for a day to let the oil absorb and spread throughout the pet's skin. And the manufacturer suggested we instruct clients not to bathe their dogs until toward the end of the month since shampoos wash out the oily parts of the skin and the flea product goes with it. What we didn't know at the time was the product that went down the drain after a bath has been finding its way into our streams at toxic levels. We have been polluting our streams and rivers while trying to do our best in caring for our pets and with the blessings, direction, and encouragement of their veterinarians. That makes me feel really bad. And I'm using this pet sounds to publicly apologize for this environmental misdeed. If I knew then what I know now, I would have at least informed my clients so they could have made an informed decision. The research and documentation of flea and tick product pollution is unequivocal and kind of scary. The insecticides in the spot-on products, collectively called fiprols, are fipronil and imatoclopril. Fipronil also degrades into equally toxic diphenolfipronil. All these have been found in 20 rivers in England, 12 waste treatment facilities, and 38 different streams across the United States. So far, the agriculture use of Fiprol products has not been a source of this water pollution. It appears rinse water from shampooing dogs treated with Fiprol products, as well as water from washing dogs' bedding, are primary sources of the contamination. Studies have shown that Fiprols can be dislodged from a dog's skin with shampooing 28 days after the application of the product and in substantial amounts. One study calculated that if only 25% of dog owners bathe their pets within a week after applying a spot-on, it would account for all of the fipronil found in sewers. Researchers found these products are passing through the sewage treatment plants and entering surface water sources. This can lead to higher costs of purification efforts by cities trying to recycle water for drinking purposes. When these spot-on products came out, I was impressed with how safe they are for mammals. Basically, the fiprols interfere with an insect's unique nervous system by blocking the transference of chloride ions needed to run its nervous system. Mammals don't use chloride ions for their nervous system, so a flea will become paralyzed when it gets exposed to the pesticide embedded in the oil of the pet's skin, while the pet lies peacefully sleeping next to you on a sofa. Unfortunately, there are other creatures like insect pollinators and aquatic invertebrates that have nervous systems like the flea. Invertebrates comprise most of the animal life in our aquatic ecosystems. These fiprols and their degradates can be toxic to these species in concentrations as small as parts per trillion. And these products, or their degradates have half-lives of several hundred days, so they can hang around for months. The EPA is reevaluating the use and safety of Fipro's, so you may see new regulations on the use of spot-on products in the future. There may be new restrictions for pet owners and or the manufacturers may have to reformulate their products so it won't pollute the environment. I should add that oral forms of these products have not been found to contribute to the environmental pollution at this time. Talk to your veterinarian about flea and tick control options and include your concern for the environment in your decision-making. Staying informed with accurate information will help you in the future. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.